recorded live. I'll take that as a yes. All right. Welcome to uh, Claude and Justin, uh, Mr. Podcast, the official podcast of MTN Do. <laughs> you, you extreme listeners out there will know what I mean. Uh, so uh, I guess we're talking about True Blood as, as, uh, uh, ostensibly uh, today, uh, right? Yes, that's uh, that's all I have on my agenda here. Okay. Um, I hope that's all we're going to do. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to vamp, and nobody wants that. <laughs> well, that's funny you say vamp. <laughs> Good point. Uh, Pun not that. intended, but it, it uh, should no, have been. That's, that's a great one. I, 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 I hope there's some bloggers out there who have, who have already done the the vamp and uh, vampire uh, thing with uh, with True Blood. I, I'm sure they have. They're intrepid writers, those bloggers be. Yes. Somehow I became a pirate really quickly. <laughs> I. <laughs> I. They be writing many scurvy blogs. They be typing up the posts. They go down on Twitter, you see. And then the likes you'll see till Davy Jones's locker. <laughs> Oh, pirates, you're so funny when you're not kidnapping ships off the coast of Somalia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, like many things that are hilarious now. (laughs) um, The Holocaust. (laughs) Yeah. Hiroshima. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think... uh, I think pirates in their time uh, were were serious. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just uh, it's just hard to take them seriously now that we've seen too many silly versions of them. How did pirates get silly? <sighs> you, know, like sw- I, you know, I feel like it's the swashbuckling. Yeah, like when they when they made pirates the villains in a swashbuckler film, then swashbuckling quickly got campy. Yeah, yeah. Because you're swinging on things and you're fencing and you know it's it's too many opportunities for a quip you know and uh, <laughs> yeah you know yeah um, Pirates of the Caribbean didn't help um, although it definitely no. was silly before that yeah um, I mean I I mean we've seen a lot of crazy pirates you know and the, usually there's the captain of the ship who's the the uh, the crazy guy, but then yeah. you know, then there's the bumbling idiot pirate, you know, who always has to swab the deck, and he's you know, yeah, like Smee for Hook, you know, right? I think that's his name, Smee. <laughs> he's a pirate, you see. Yeah, yeah, the peg legs, the uh, parrot on the shoulder, so. Is the is the pirate is the is the pirate accent is that I mean it's its own thing but is that supposed to be sort of ideally derivative from like you know English like British English I, I think would, so. I would imagine during the height of pirates they were the they were the ones on the high seas with their <laughs> darned maritime adventures ye olde royal navy <laughs> <laughs> yes her majesty's royal navy <laughs> uh yeah, uh I th- I think so, although I really have no idea. 
Because, I mean, when I think about how a pirate sounds, they don't really sound British. Yeah. But I would imagine that's, but they don't sound, you know, not that British. Yeah, not, there's not something British. a little bit British about yeah. it. You know, they say yeah. matey and, so. and, and I so. and, you know, all that stuff is kind of British. Yeah. And quid. Yeah, quid. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, if you watch enough British British uh, TV, you'll uh, you'll pick up some 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 interesting words and and, and phrases. Yes, there. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. So, all right. Speaking of a lot, True Blood. True Blood, aka Sookie's Adventures. Aka Sookie's Adventures. Um, for those who are familiar with the books. Right. Um. What'd you think? The last episode was pretty good, I think. Um, yeah, you mean the most recent one? Yeah. Good. Uh, yes, it was good. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It wasn't quite as high octane as the previous week. No. Uh, it was really, that one was the setup, and this was the resolution yeah. for that. It was, it, was, it was really, it should have been a two-part episode. I mean, it was pretty linked. Yeah, you're right. Pretty much all the problems they set up were, to some extent, resolved in this episode. Yeah. Uh. So. So yeah, I guess you know to when when stuff like that is less satisfying, then uh, you know they can't help it. But in general, I did like it. It was good. There was more development. We learned more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. The. Uh, the. Uh, the main the main thing uh, that was a big deal to me was was learning that uh, that Michelle Forbes' character is basically some kind of handmaiden or assistant or whatever of Dionysus, mm-hmm. and uh, has gone by their names and all that stuff. Uh, and also, you know, just a little bit more about you know how she does what she does, like. That she sort of gets inside people, and and mm-hmm. and if you have these these abilities, then she can't do it as well, and you know, and and it shows her using eggs as um, <laughs> eggs uh, and bacon as as like a as like a hitman or something. Eggs kill eggs kill bacon. Eggs, oh no! <laughs> he turns into a pig. Wow! Oh, it's like that. It's like that joke. What is it like? Um. Uh, uh, why? Why is six afraid of seven? Mm-hmm. Because seven, eight, nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some weird breakfast meal version of that. Eggs still bacon. Eggs still bacon. Why? Yeah. yeah why is the why? Why is the why are the hash browns scared? Man, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why are the hash browns scared of eggs? Because eggs kill bacon. <laughs> It's a really weird breakfast joke. It is. I what to it do is. with that. Actually, I've learned the secret of um, the eggs thing. Oh, yeah. I think I... Yeah, go ahead and say it. Uh, they say it in this episode. Like, his his actual name is Benedict. And so yeah. it's just a pun on eggs. I rem- when they said that, I think I remember from when they said that up before. Yeah, they did. They, uh, yeah, and I remember, I go, oh, that's right. It was... Yeah. Um, I had totally forgotten it. I, it's been so long. I just, what is what is Tara saying in this episode? Why don't they call you 
Ben or something? Or Oh, did she say that? She was like that she sounds like, right. Egg. She was like, "Eggs. Your name is your name is Benedict. Why don't?" She just said, "I forgot what she said, but it was a normal name. It was a, it was a reasonable nickname." Yeah. She said. Like, <laughs> it was right. like, "Why don't you just call you Ben or something?" Uh, like. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's a weird character. Um. Because he's really he's really taken into this whole Marianne thing. Oh yeah. And and he just has no he he seems like he there's nothing there's no real part of him that he that wants to uh, really figure out what's going on like he's just totally content that Marianne's just a fun loving crazy person yeah you know and that's it and I'm not even gonna you know any new things that come up well I don't I'm not I'm just eggs you know <laughs> yeah. Call me crazy. I'm scrambled. Um, but, um, yeah, so it was really weird when, when Marianne comes in with, with, with a rabbit. She killed a rabbit, you know, <laughs> to eat, uh, and it's dripping blood. And he's like, oh, that Marianne, you're so crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And even given that she's probably done that, he's seen her do that before, Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's just weird. It's weird to just be like, "Oh, she's crazy." When she has money and 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 servants, you know, and she can get whatever food she wants, you know, whatever, you know, it's just weird that that doesn't. I don't know. So he's a weird character to me because it. Um, he he seems sympathetic, but uh, he's also not. He's just caught caught up in it and it's weird to just see that and it's just weird to like you know what is he going to do is he is he going to i guess it's going to take terror to snap him out of it or something yeah it's weird because he did seem to react uh pretty strongly to that you know that thing from the last episode where yeah danced uh, and i think we kind of know what that was now Uh, yeah we saw yeah it was basically saying this happened before he was probably there yeah Uh, and see i was thinking it was something from his childhood Oh, um, but I I I guess we were supposed to believe it was more recent. It was you know fairly recent, and he was yeah. just one of the, um you know orgy participants right there. because I was thinking like, I don't know. Anytime someone has a traumatic memory, you know, I'm thinking oh it's from childhood, and I was thinking maybe he saw he he saw one of those orgy things, and he saw someone get killed oh. there, but he wasn't necessarily a part of it because he was a kid, you know. Uh, and then he blocked out of his mind, but but it makes more sense that he's just remembering it because when they get when they have the black eye thing, they don't remember what's going on, and it triggered a memory because you know just like that night he was there at the orgy thing. Right. I think that's probably what happened. So. Um, right. Yeah, and I it's kind of uh, the thing with the rabbit was nice because that's uh, that's a part of the lore about uh, these like. Uh, Dionysus parties that they would like kill animals with their bare hands Mm. as a part of this like you know insane ecstatic uh, uh, you know whatever you call that yeah that that goes on um, uh, or that supposedly went on at these things um so so when when she came in with that I was like ah oh, you're so Dionysus 
I know. I wonder, it. Yeah, I wonder, you know, how how uh, society would be if we had sort of large scale excuses to go to go mad. Yeah. You know, I mean, because we all do. We in these like passive aggressive ways, we overeat or we. Mm-hmm drink or we smoke or we, you know, sort of these like little bitty versions of that all the time a little bit instead of saying, you know, one crazy weekend, just go buck wild insane. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, release all the stress you could possibly have. Yeah. And then, and then you're done for however long until you have to do it again. I think, I think that'd be really interesting to see. You know, but then of course it's you know you can't do that in this in our society because you know you couldn't kill animals like that, right? Um, you know, it would be and, you know, and and it's just you know it's a different uh, different morality and different uh, yeah. culture and. Uh, I think the closest we get to that would be like a New Year's party. Yeah, like a New Year's party. Uh, I mean, yeah, we definitely they definitely have their but but even then it's measured, you know. Oh, even it's definitely then, measured. I mean, it's it, just it, really really measured. Yeah, like, but you know that's the best I got. Yeah, yeah. Like that the craziest like, New Year's party is probably still not quite crazy enough. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, it's 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 this it's this level of abandonment of ordinary behavior that is really hard to conceive of. I think. Yeah. Because uh, it's just not. I mean, I think even in True Blood, like they, I don't think they've really shown the full range of what it was supposed to be. Yeah, no, they're doing a, a, a watered down modern version. Yeah, yeah. Um, they sort of got some of it, but it was more than just the sex stuff. It, it was yeah. it was a complete uh, thing. Yeah. So yeah, it would it would be. It would. I. It. I feel like it would have to have a psychological effect if, uh, if people actually did that um, on a semi-regular basis. Yeah. Did so? Did Dionysus actually control people like that and make them do things, or 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 did the participants do it uh, just because they wanted to and sort of in, you know, as a ritual to Dionysus? Well. Or, since I don't think Dionysus exists, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, that the people doing it were doing it sort of in praise of him or as, yeah. a, as a worship of him. But I think uh, in but terms in the of mythology speaking, in terms of the mythology, I think, I think Dionysus, it, it, you know, it was worship of him, but he wanted them to do that. You know, he got gratification about uh, from them doing that. It's, you know, it's a fine line. But it wasn't. It wasn't ever specifically. He was making them do it. No, he didn't. He didn't sort of make them. But okay. but if they did it, you know, he he would sort of reward them or whatever. You know, there was yeah yeah. There, there, there was an incentive to do it. Yeah. Okay. But he didn't sort of force people to do it. I mean, and you know, specific stories. You know, he might get involved and do something. But in general, I think he he you know he he got his supporters by how much fun it was rather than having yeah. to force them. Yeah, that's what that's why it's weird for me with Marianne because she sort of forces it to happen. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kinda of like I don't know, it's it's just weird to feed the fire and then also get off on the fire. Yeah. This is weird like conduit or middleman or something the people are. Yeah. Um but you know, it's just still interesting. 
It's interesting, yeah. So this episode was cool that they sort of finally laid down everything about Marianne. Yeah. It was pretty didactic, too, but I, I'll give them a pass. They, they they left no stone unturned in terms of questions that people could have about her yeah. and what was going on. They And I'm glad it was nice to it was nice to get that, and at least, you know, and especially, you know, Sam asking, you know, what is she? I was glad to hear that question. Oh, yeah, it was, like, about time. Like. Yeah, 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 totally. And, and the fact that uh, she knew, which was good, that she, mm-hmm. she wasn't like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No I was thing. thinking of, like, tying up loose ends. They had a throwaway line about how they fixed the shower. Totally. What, didn't I say they would do that? You did. You were so right. When you, when they did that, I was like, ah, oh, God. Claude called Dude, that. Is, yeah, when, when she said that, because I saw the line coming before she said it, and I'm like, wow, I cannot believe that, that it's like that. And then, yeah, that's what it was. He just said, uh, I, you fixed it. It was just a throwaway. It was a total throwaway line. So I guess that means they did go get the part. And, and, you know, that's what's weird is because they cut to Tara after that, and she made a surprise look on her face. And I I was half wondering if she, her surprise was, I don't remember going to get the part. I don't uh, remember coming back here and fixing it. And I really mm-hmm. don't think she does. Mm-hmm. You know, because even if she came back, even if they did go get the part after they went on their little excursion, um, she can't possibly remember fixing it because they didn't fix it because they went to the orgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I think it's just we, I uh, do, yeah. yeah. I, I do think she should be a little surprised that it is fixed and that Marianne is crediting her as having done it. Yeah. And she shouldn't really remember. I honestly don't think they went and got the part. Yeah. I guess I really don't. maybe I'd want to say they got the part and then she had, like, the other guy, her, like, assistant or whatever, do it. Mm-hmm. That would be, that would be my best guess. Yeah, but I'm just saying, at the very least, Tara shouldn't remember it being fixed. You're right. You're right. But that would explain you know. it. Like, they got the but part, but they would, never yeah. fixed it. Yeah. Um, because, it yeah, there, there's, there's no time. They got home and they immediately... Uh, followed the trail out yes. to the place, and then after that, they just like passed out and and woke up, and and then and then she came in the door. So there was just there there was no time for them to fix it. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I, I think I think they've kind of written their way out of that problem by just yeah. saying that it's fixed. I wonder why they didn't just have them, uh, you know, go to the part place to get the part, and on the way back, mm-hmm. find the trail. Yeah, that would have been simpler. Especially considering, I mean, I guess it works either way, but especially considering Marianne sort of just came into town, it would, it would I think, work a, just a fraction better to, to, for us to get the idea that when when her, when uh, when when Eggs and Tara are coming back into town, that's when they stumble upon one of her, you know, former sites, you know, mm-hmm. sort of getting closer. It works either way, but, uh, but, um, that would be uh I don't know why they didn't didn't just do that. So that we know explicitly that they did get the part. Uh yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> You're never too old to say A way. <laughs> I agree. Except for you, grandpa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're too old for everything. 
minute mark on our 15 minute podcast. Oh no. Yeah, we were going to try to make this short and quick, like a bullet. <laughs> Boom. Well, uh, we made progress though. Um, no, we did. What What else you got on the docket? Uh, uh yeah, so I think that I I still don't I still think we don't quite understand what the mask does. Um uh it, it makes it look scary. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got to say that open the opening of the scene before the credits is really 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 good. Mhm. The whole little sequence and uh Sam gets away and uh and he sees the owl and I'm like, "Please turn into an owl." And then he turns into an owl. And flies away. I thought that was cool. And it was cool to see the limits of her power, too. I yeah. Mean, you know, I'm like, is she going to be able to fly and catch him? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know. But um, she does look crazy interesting. When yeah, Dionysus should have been able to, uh, yeah. to, to to fly and get him. But, uh, but would he just levitate and fly? Yeah, he would just levitate. Oh, those damn Greeks. Yeah, guys. those gods, they they didn't have any trouble uh yeah, flying around effortlessly. She looks pretty scary with the, uh, you know, when she was chasing him with the mask on and the claws out. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting like her whole body doesn't turn into doesn't at least these last two times we've seen her with the claws, mm-hmm. it's not our, it's not her whole body. Yeah. And I, and I'm wondering if they're just building up to that. Yeah, possibly. Because the first time we saw the monster with the with the head, it looked like a full monster. Yeah. You know. Then the next time we saw it was just Marianne, no mask, but with the claws. Yeah. Then this time it was Marianne with the mask and the claws. Yeah. So I'm thinking next time we're going to see the full thing, and we'll probably answer the question of what the mask really does or what it looks like when she's fully transformed or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- this is definitely leading to a climax, and that would be the time to see the final form. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you're right. Boom. It's weird that they're doing it that way, but it's cool. It's a nice little reveal. Yeah, yeah. You know. She, you know, she's she's been a good character this season. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know where the show would be without her. <laughs> You know what it is? It's like uh, it's like you know that season of Dexter or uh, like season two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like they put in this character, and maybe that's a season two thing for shows. Like yeah. you just throw in a new character, and it totally, you know, fuels everything on the show. In last season two, it was basically Ben. There it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Six feet under. Uh. When did when did what when did what's her name come into the picture? Season two, at the when end. Lisa, Lisa. Yeah. Season two at the end. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't really drive season two, but she no, definitely she appeared didn't. at the end. Yeah. They uh, they did that as a setup for uh, I her. Think of what other shows might do that? Huh. Just throwing a new character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, it's it sort of makes sense. Uh it's it's uh it's like variety. Like uh like in Lethal Weapon two they brought in Joe Pesci. Mm. Yeah, 'cause they sort of, he was in two, yeah, yeah. 'Cause they sort of already yeah, he was in three too. But in three they added Rene Russo. And then in four they <laughs> added Chris Rock. There's a lot of people. Yeah, and by the end it was like 
Is that less, is that weapon still as lethal since it's so diluted? <laughs> I don't know. I think the weapon probably probably became less and less lethal. Yeah. With with each sequel. But I it's it's sort of like they you know, they've explored the main characters and how and they relate to each season. other. And and then you know they want to bring in some somebody new for them to bounce off of. Mm-hmm. Bouncing all around town. <laughs> um, what else was cool in this episode? Um, who's oh, so the other storyline we have yet to mention one iota, uh, the Jason <laughs> Sookie storyline. <laughs> The uh, the main character. Yeah, the main character. You mean? Brother. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I didn't really think about this, but um, it's weird. Like they're all out of town while this crazy shit's going down back home. Mm-hmm. Um, they sort of have no idea how crazy their town's getting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. You know what? I think if Sookie was around, like Marianne wouldn't have gotten as far. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sookie was so busy with other things, and now she's in Dallas. But, like, you know, I mean, especially with what just recently happened, because Sookie, you know, Marianne wouldn't have been able to move in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sookie was around. Yeah. She would have just killed them all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess I can't move in. Well, death to you guys. (laughs) That's what's weird about, I think, Marianne, is that it seems like... You know, with vampires and other creatures and and people, you know, it's like they really can't, at a fundamental level, provide their own, uh, you know, satisfaction or something. You know, it's like they sort of you sort of need other people to a certain degree. You know, especially yeah. with vampires, obviously they need. You know, they're not sort of self sufficient. Yeah, but she seems self sufficient. I mean, obviously she she sort of needs people as a conduit to do what she does, but she can. It's not like she has to like, convince people to do these things, and then she gets off on them doing it, it's like she just makes them do it. Yeah. And then she, you know... um, So it's interesting. It's like, what does a person like that want, you know? Um, She she doesn't have any apparent weakness or sort of, you know... um, You know, what does she really value that, that that you could take from her or you know, do to her. I think nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The closest thing I can think of so far is a shower that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know what was great was uh besides that scene was was the next scene when, when Tara was mocking her mm-hmm. and she said uh what did she say? She said uh um, it was because Marianne also complained about the coffee or something. Yeah. I for, what did she say? Something like, uh, hot coffee and cold water don't mix, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was good because she didn't just repeat what Marianne said. She just like, she just took the two complaints and like made a joke out of it, and it was so funny. It was just, it was so hilarious because that's what people do, you know. It's like it wouldn't, you know, a literal uh, 
uh, you know, of her just repeating what she said wouldn't have been as funny. It would have been funny, but it wouldn't have been as funny as as uh, <laughs> I think she I think she said, "Bitch, hot coffee and cold water." <laughs> don't, you, don't you know they don't mix? <laughs> And I love it because, like, that is the explanation for her being bitchy. Like, don't mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, it's, <laughs> it's such a great line. It's such a great line. Yeah, that was good. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. That's one, I think that's probably one of Tara's best lines for me. It was it was, it was was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> because, it, it you know, it's nice to make fun of the make fun of her making fun of Marianne, too, because she was just all of a sudden, like, you know, really really obnoxious yeah 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 that's the only time uh i feel like i've ever really seen her like that uh so it was really shocking to me mm-hmm. when i saw it and i think i think you got it right and that it was just about it was just about wanting comfort um mm-hmm. but but uh but it is weird like it does seem like she she does uh have some kind of like physical uh issues it seems like she's used to being to getting everything she wants the way she wants it and when she doesn't get it she kills them yeah (laughs) and she wants it all right and she wants it right the first time and uh it was just it, it is the weird part is that it we saw that side of her illustrated over that yeah you know, I think that's what's weird. It's like, really? Over, over like, 20 minutes of no hot water? Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, okay. But, but yeah, but she's definitely, I mean, she's a, she's a Greek uh, goddess, basically. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's uh, pampered like those Greeks always are. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably not a, not as good as uh, what they have at... Uh, Mount Olympus. She was like, man, when I was at the Pantheon, we had hot water all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, back when the ruins weren't the ruins, like, hot water was flowing everywhere. <laughs> back when the ruins were the new ones. <laughs> Michelle Forbes can do no wrong. Uh, she's on a short list of, of actresses uh, who I will watch anything she's in, uh, I, no matter what it is. I've never been disappointed by her, and she's she she you know she lights up the screen, and she is this is one of her best characters ever, you know. Yeah. Uh, playing someone dark like that, uh, you know. So she's good. Yeah, I mean it's it's such a it's such an interesting character. Uh, you know, it's hard for it's hard for a mere mortal to compete. I think uh, uh, you know her character on Battlestar Galactica was really good, but it's mm-hmm. you know <laughs> it's tricky. Uh, uh, I never lo- I never liked her character that much. She was never one of my favorite characters. You know, she was short lived. Yeah, she didn't last long. Um, yeah, no, I 
I, I, I liked her she a lot. She was good. In, she was good in it, but you know, I, uh, I, I was looking at her credits and I realized she was in this movie that you've probably heard of, California with a K. Oh yeah. Featuring such people as, uh, well, in addition to Michelle Forbes, uh, David Duchovny, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, and Juliette yeah. Lewis. I remember that movie. <laughs> Those were the four main characters. What the fuck was that movie? Uh, it was a 90s movie. That's what, It was an early 90s movie. That's why that cast was like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't... I really didn't realize... I, I saw that movie a couple times uh, back when it came out, and uh, I didn't realize until recently that that was Michelle Forbes. And once I read it, it was obvious. It was like, yeah, of course that was Michelle Forbes. It was, mm-hmm. you know... It was, you know, it's hard to mistake her. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, that's I don't know. I I had it's weird when you see some when you see someone before you know who they are. Yeah, and then you go, oh yeah, they were they were that was totally them, and I you don't yeah. have that retroactive memory that triggers once you realize who they are. It doesn't trigger every time you ever saw them. Now you remember. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it was a major role. I mean, it wasn't even you yeah. know. Uh, you know, it was a big budget movie. It was released in theaters. I saw it. It was one of the main characters. It's you know, obscure things. It's easy to miss, but I, I'm surprised I never realized that because it just. Well, it's probably because when you saw the movie, your brain didn't file her under Michelle Forbes. Yeah, yeah, you're you know, right. She got filed under unknown actress. Pretty much. Two three two three five or six. <laughs> That that's probably good guess on the number. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, estimating, I think. <laughs> estimating. Uh, yeah. I mean, she was the only one who I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, in the cast. So. Now you hadn't seen you hadn't seen Next Generation. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If you had seen Next Generation, you'd be like, oh, that's a good thing in row. You're right. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ensign Rowe was sort of her first character to me. Mm-hmm. Was, As she was... were to a many of us. <laughs> a that was where many. she started. I'd say, for me, her lamest character was her lost character. She really got you know, nothing to she, do. She had nothing to do. I mean, yeah, I, I think that was unfortunate. She, it, was a, it was basically a cameo. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Yeah, it, that, that really counts. You expected more. It, you know, she gets she gets a credit for being on Lost. You know, so mm-hmm. she she managed to be on. You know, she's on our favorite shows of all time, and yeah, she managed to jump on that one too for a little bit. So. Yeah, not too bad, Michelle. <laughs> not too shabby. I'll be on this one. I'll be on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, next she's yeah. gonna show, dude. Next she's gonna show up on Thirty Rock, and then it's gonna oh, be God. over. Oh God! They really should have her on. It'd be great. It'd be awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she's. Um, she's I don't know. She's got a strange uh, career. It's. Uh, uh, it's. I don't know how to categorize what she does. It's. It's. Uh, well, she's an actor. Oh, oh um, that's it. What she what she what I she forget, does is I forgot what word. Yeah, what she does is she 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 
she plays a character that's mm-hmm. not her, mm-hmm. but based on something people create, she she and write down with words on paper. Oh, um, okay. And this thing that they call a script. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. It's on like it's on like paper. So watch out. Mm-hmm. Um. Something else I was gonna bring up. Okay, so the Jason Snackhouse storyline. Ah, right. Going so, over to Jason, Jason and Sookie. So I got it's just say, a matter of time before someone figured it out. <laughs> That's the tagline for some '80s horror movie. I don't know. <laughs> it was only a matter of time before someone figured out little Bobby wasn't playing alone. Yikes! Yeah, I don't know what he's, little Bobby's up to. But That's scary. Kind of scary. <laughs> No, little Bobby's doing. <laughs> Who's he playing with? Oh man, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Wow. I think that was the precursor to the good son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids are scary. Uh, kids are scary. Because they have no uh, impulse control. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's why, isn't it? <laughs> um. So. Jason is one of the most interesting characters I've seen on TV. I agree. Because he is quintessentially uh, gullible and and sort of dumb in a general sense. Yeah. But he's got this amazing, like, um, I don't know what to call it, like a tactile ability or something, like... He's, if you need to solve a problem, like, with action, he's good at that. Yeah. He's, like, sort of uncannily good. That's, that seems to be the way they're painting his character, um, is that he's just got this natural uh, leadership quality, I guess, too. Um, you know, he's basically, like, a hero, but he doesn't really have his own ambition he can he can uh sort of use him you know sort of be imbued with ambition from other people like the newlies are doing with him you yeah. know convincing him of something he should go out for and then he'll do it really, really well but he's got no sort of ambition on his own because he doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. He doesn't know what anything means. You know, he's trying to figure all that out. But that's just really weird to to see that, that he's not uh, just the dumb jock guy, that he's he's got these weird qualities, almost like a superpower, you know. <laughs> like he's he's basically on the verge of being Batman if he really tried a little harder, I think. Uh, I mean, obviously Batman is really intellectual, but just, on that other side of it, he could he he just needs the, the suit, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think one of his things that seems to run through most of the show is that he seems to be very easily put under the sway of other people. Yeah. Um. Uh. And and but but he does have these occasional flashes of you know, independence where mm-hmm. where he where he sort of wants to think for himself. Um and it's sort of in there, but he but he can, that can easily be shut down by someone else if they, if think, they say yeah. the right things to him. I think I think his brain just works slower and like it takes 
him a while to process what's going on. So if, if he's trying to think, wow, I'm sitting in a room and everyone's, you know, telling, saying all these horrible things about vampires, and, you know, he's listening, and it's 30 minutes later that he realizes, hey, vampires aren't that bad. I know mm-hmm. some vampires, you know. Uh, and so he finally reaches the conclusion, oh, okay, I need to leave. But then if someone goes, hey, here's some shiny keys, here's something flashy, yeah, he'll totally forget and that you know what I mean and then if you tell him something else then he'll just try to input that it just seems like his brain works a little bit slower yeah uh in terms of that kind of stuff but uh you know like life and common sense stuff right yeah no but, uh, he's definitely he's definitely not supposed to be extremely uh intelligent but he yeah. but he you know I I still feel like even if his brain like gets around to something, it can still be pushed aside, you know, yeah, by, yeah, by, yeah. by the right person, you know. And I think, I think really it was the it was what's her name from season one who was sort of the best at it. But mm-hmm. um, you know, because he he really had a, a you know several bouts of conscience about keeping that vampire locked up, and you know he was sneaking him the the true blood and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but he couldn't bring himself to sort of totally do the right thing because she really had him under his, under her like control. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think, I think once she was gone, he was sort of aimless. And I, I feel like this, this church thing sort of provided, uh, you know, some kind of guidance, something to sort of mm-hmm. give him direction. Cause I feel like he, he's had a hard time figuring out exactly what to do with himself. Just, yeah, so only for himself. Yeah. Uh, but but he he does have potential, and that's it's it's really strange because when you describe the character, he sounds lame. But uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the way he's played and and the subtleties about him are, yeah. are, are what uh, what makes him good. And I I really do like his character a lot more than I would expect to if he just told me some yeah. of the basic things about him. I mean, I remember in the pilot, like he just I just he didn't seem like he's going to be an interesting character. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, he's going to be this guy. Okay. Yeah. You know, but I think, uh, you know, considering how lame I thought this Fellowship of the Sun stuff was in the very beginning, I'm like, oh, God, we don't need to go down this road. It's like, here are the people who hate the vampires, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to go do... But it's been it's been really interesting. They have definitely made it work. All aspects of that storyline have been working pretty well, I think. Yeah. Uh, although I gotta, I gotta wonder why the husband has not figured out Jason sleeping with his wife. I mean, I, I just, I think I said it in the last podcast or at some point. I just, I don't see how he's that he wouldn't even can think that that would be a possibility, given that he's pushing his wife away with with the with his business. Yeah. And Jason's hot and his wife is hot. Yeah. And they're in the same house. Right. That's enough, right? <laughs> yeah, it should be really obvious. Um, the best excuse I can give for him is he's got his mind on other stuff and he's not even paying attention. Yeah. Well, God's watching. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he is. Um... Jason, I didn't even know what love was until I met you. That actress is really good too. Uh I think I think would both actually 
the guy who plays Jason and the lady who plays uh, Miss Newley, whatever her first name is, Jenny mm-hmm. or something, or yeah, something like that. Uh, um, they're both really the actors really make those characters a lot better, I think, than they ordinarily would be. Uh, yeah, she she really pulls off that southern girl thing. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it's a we it's weird. I I would love to see her in some uh, you know whatever she does next or in something else and see see what stays you know right uh, but uh, but yeah she's really good she's really making that part work I think a lot better than than just than it's written I think really yeah I didn't like her at the beginning but she's she's yeah. grown she's grown on me mm-hmm mm-hmm um th- well you know Jason was the same way <laughs> yeah um. Uh, but you know the ones that grow on me uh, usually uh, make the biggest impression. So <laughs> the ones that grow on me are the ones that have to get surgically removed. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, uh, the the actor who plays Jason is is very good uh, yeah. in that part, and I I would be curious also to see him try to do something else uh, uh, because I I do think he you know the character is written fairly interestingly, but I think he adds something yeah. to it. As well, he definitely he definitely adds something to it, and uh, I think I think all the cast is really good. You know, yeah. Uh, I think I think Tara was really weird in the beginning. I I feel like she's gotten better, or I've just gotten used to her weird quirks, the way mm-hmm. she plays that the way she plays that character. You know, yeah. And her and her weird accent, yeah. Because you know it's not that's not Louisiana accent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's something. It's something, and she's working it. Uh, but no, I think I think pretty much all the way around. Okay, so let's talk about. Uh, we got 15 more minutes in our 15 minute podcast. Okay. Well, let's talk about Bill's Maker because mm. of of the of the major storylines. I really I really don't like this storyline very much. I did really like the. This makes me sound weird. The crazy scene where they killed the couple and had right. sex in their blood. Um, <laughs> yes, we all enjoyed that. <laughs> hey, I'm your. You know. uh, but besides that, I I think two things is one I didn't remember that this was this, that this was his maker that we saw before in the Civil War thing. Mm-hmm. She looked completely different, and other people have said the same thing. Like they didn't, they didn't, they just didn't catch it. That was her. She looks different. Um, and I think that that was jarring for me. And then the other thing is, I don't really something about this actress is weird. Like something about her face or something, like is weird. Do you know what I mean? Uh, maybe. Like, yeah. Something about I don't know what it is, but but I, I just I find that I, I can't connect to her character for some reason. And I don't know if it's the actress or the character, but I feel like it's the actress. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it could be, I mean, like I, like I was saying, you know, those flashback scenes, the tone's kind of different than, than the main show. Definitely. And I think that's maybe what throws me off too, which is when they do those scenes, like, oh God, don't don't stay in this time period. Like, you know, Bill's all weird and 
and uh, and then she's all whatever, and it's just it's it's all kinds of awkward for some reason, you know. Especially when he was singing that song, <laughs> <laughs> like he was singing that song, and then he comes over and he's got like a French accent. It's like, what, well, why are you singing that song? And like, like I don't even know what kind of English that was. Some sort of weird American English. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some like old timey, some like it was a weird accent, and he's British. Yeah. Actor. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's not the worst thing, but it's it's not my favorite. That that little storyline they have going on. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think I agree. It work. It works well for uh, you know, for extra. Problems and yeah. Why won't you let me leave? <laughs> like that's not very dramatic. I guess we'll just have to stay here until you get too tired, and then I'll quietly exit through the front door. That's my Bill Compton. Wow, what a Bill! <laughs> yeah, I gotta work on it. I think I can get it close. There's there's a little bill in there. There's a little bill in there. It's okay. Um, I, it's okay. No, I, I, I think you in danger. Yeah, it wasn't a dynamic, but I kind I kind of liked the like wait in the room thing. It, it's it's contrived because uh, they just didn't want him to rush over to. Uh, Is that what you? Okay, so here's the thing: Is the reason that Eric sent her to do, to stop Bill? Because I think it's one of two things, either that uh, Eric didn't want Bill to save Sookie. Like, he knew that, or he had a hunch that they would probably put Sookie wherever Godric is, uh, but he didn't want Bill to save her and ruin the whole sting operation too early. You know, because if he if Bill comes over at the first sight of her being alarmed, then, you know, then that's when... You know that that's before she could be potentially where she needs to be to find out where this location is, right? So I'm thinking maybe that's why he did it. You know, not necessarily put Suki in danger, but so that you know he can get his spy further into the network. Yeah, because he knew Bill would rush to her aid, like he tried to right when she first, you know, was getting was getting captured or whatever. Right. Um, so that's either one thing or the other thing is. Um, what's the other thing? The other thing is whatever you think is going on. <laughs> <laughs> I agreed with your first thing. So. Oh, crap. Uh, I guess the other thing is that some something like Eric... Well, there's a theory my friend at work has that, uh, that Godric might be working with the Fellowship of the Sun. Uh-oh. Yeah, which is which would explain why he's there at the very end. Yeah. Uh, I kind of assume he kind of, quote-unquote, got loose. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking as well. You know, because they do that sometimes. When someone goes to rescue someone else, like the person who is trying to be rescued ends up helping the people who get who were trying to rescue them. Right. That's not confusing. Um, so that's, that's, that's kind of subconsciously what I was like, oh, that's good enough reason, right? He just, he's down there anyway, and... Now he, you know, he heard them trying to rescue him, so that gave him the extra strength he needed to get out of his little chains or whatever. Yeah. 
But that's probably lame. So I would say the idea that my friend has that he is working with them is that he maybe is against vampires coming out of the coffin, and he is uh, he he wants the war to happen. Something like that. I see. Wow. Which would put, which, you know, which I think means, okay, does Eric know that? Uh, you know, uh, you know, you have to think about that whole angle of it. Um, you know. Yeah. The other thing is maybe, maybe um, the lady from Dexter, the vampire from Dexter, who's dating mm-hmm. the human guy, maybe she's in on it too. She's part of the setup. Because really, mm-hmm. the big the big question is how how did they subdue Godric? It's either Michelle Forbes, yeah. It's either it's either Marianne, which I think it's weird. I don't think they're going to cross those two, uh, unless because because you know if Marianne wanted Suki or something, I would say maybe I could see that. Uh, but I don't see why she would work with the vampires to take down Godric. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't yeah, see her doing I that. Agree. I don't see why she would do that. Um, she didn't seem to give a shit about vampires. No. Um, so I don't see... I don't really think it's Marianne. Uh, the other thing would be, you know, there was some vampire that helped the humans do it who would be a traitor vampire. Or they have some new secret crazy way they did it, you know. Um, you know, that'll be just part of the reveal of how they did it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm stuck on your first idea. It is kind of lame. I, I mean, I was thinking that uh, this guy, uh, this guy who went in there with Suki, I don't know what to call him. Um, uh, the human guy? Yeah, the human guy. Like, I was thinking, you know, he's a traitor. I didn't think there were going to be any sort of more traitors. But mm-hmm. um, uh, that would be – that's not implausible because my version of the story is what you said. Uh, basically, they, they, they captured him by some, you know, whatever. They You know, maybe they were tricky or they had some – crazy thing but once they captured him you know he is supposed to be pretty powerful uh because he's so old and so i was thinking that uh you know that he was able to get loose from however they had him um bound like like whatever they used to catch him you know maybe the way they were restraining just him just coincidentally like that's the thing i don't want it to be a coincidence the other uh, okay the a other coincidence is, that he breaks out no, like I feel like he, I feel like he, uh, you know, he he did it for the reason. You know, he heard what was going on or sensed it or whatever. You know, I, I feel like he 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 had an incentive, but um, uh, but I feel like he wanted to break out anyway. So you know, well yeah, maybe it was a good opportunity. Out. Well, how come he didn't break out before? Well, I don't know. Maybe he was. <laughs> But yeah, that's, I, the question, that's the question that makes me not like this theory because it's just like, yeah, there's no real answer for that. Here's the here's a couple other ideas: is Jason may have unleashed him. We did, you know, we saw Jason get hit uh, yeah. by something. They tried it, to like 
Wasn't that an awkward? Wasn't that a? Wasn't that an awkward like sequence? It was really awkward. I was like, guys, I'm sorry, but if you want me to think that (laughs) (laughs) that she just came up and shot him, yeah, come on, you better not shoot it like that. First of all, we're like. We can't quite tell what's going on. It's like yeah. from the head up, and then you cut away instantly to not show the aftermath. Like that was bad. I'm sorry. That was bad directing and bad like bad cinematography. Like it was really crappy. They they probably should have just had the close-ups of her coming and and like the sort of action of her raising her hand and then cut really far back really far back and we see we hear a noise go off like a gunshot and we see him looking like he's getting shot by something and that's it yeah and not stay close because staying close you have to show something and they chose to like cut out yeah um yeah yeah that was that was that was awkward it's yeah it seemed like they were going to a lot of trouble to (laughs) you know make sure we couldn't say but you showed it as a gunshot so my friend at work thinks she shot him with a wooden bullet, like that gun was, was a wooden bullet gun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I think it was some sort of taser, because I think even a wooden bullet gun would could kill him. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, throw a projectile through your body and uh, <laughs> hard enough, that'll kill yeah, you. Yeah, wood is yeah, wood is hard enough. The velocity alone will ensure some damage. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, I think that, yeah, no, I was assuming it was, actually, I have no idea why she did that, but I was assuming it's some kind of non-lethal stun gun or something like that. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think, it was a stun gun, and she just, for whatever reason, did that. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what she's doing, but yeah, maybe the Godric thing's tied into that. Maybe she let him go. Yeah, she could have. Uh, I mean, she could have realized, I can totally see her after, you know, telling Jason that she just realized what love is now that she's been with him, mm-hmm. uh, that, that they gave her a new perspective <laughs> on what they were doing, and she could have she could have decided to let, uh, to let Godric out, but you'd think she'd go help Sookie. Yeah, yeah, but maybe, 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 maybe that's when her husband and the guy were kind of in there or something, I don't remember. I don't know, a lot of speculation, but um, yeah. we'll, we'll see next week what happens with that. Yeah. But uh, it's weird that, I mean, I guess it's not that bad that the husband assumed that Jason and Suki were working together. Oh, mm-hmm. Because I feel like no one really knows what's going on. There's no one person of the three of them who really know all the pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird, you know, because both Suki and Jason are like, why are you talking about my brother? Why are you talking about my sister? <laughs> they have no idea the other's there. And then he's he he's the only one who knows they're both there, but he he doesn't know. He thinks he knows why, but he's wrong. Yeah. You know, so it's weird that, right. you know, you're like, two of them need to talk. Any two of them need to talk. <laughs> And, like, just get it on the same page, and then they can go tell the third, and we'll all be happy. I, I'm a little I, – I think I don't quite remember what happened earlier in the season. Like, did did Jason just disappear, and Sookie had no idea where he went? <laughs> well, the whole thing was 
was like I thought she cute. knew that's where he went, and so I thought it was weird when she goes there and doesn't even like think or mention no, that I, her brother's there. Think, well, Jason did some moving around since he joined the fellowship. I think, if I remember correctly, um, oh, he's changed locations. I think so, right? Like the first place that he went. Because wasn't he at a local place, and then and then he decided to go somewhere else, which is why he got on the bus. Oh and met, shit! And met the guy. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was that the, was that the first time he was going, or was that the second time he was going? Because I thought I don't know for some reason I thought he he was doing something local at first. Oh shit! Now it seems like it was the first time. And then, and then he was like, and then he was like, I, wasn't it the whole thing about having to save up money to pay for this thing? And then, then, then he found some money which pay, let him go on the. Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, he got he got the uh, he got the check from Uncle Bernard. Uncle Bart. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he, got, he, he got that check because Suki was like, I don't want this, and so mm-hmm. she gave it to him. So that so, but he was already doing Fellowship of the Sun stuff, right? He wanted to do it, yeah, but he that that was where he got the money. But so he hadn't done anything yet. He just no. I think to. He, I think he had gone to meet the people and stuff. Okay, yeah. He hadn't like gone to the camp. Oh, that's right. He went that whole that whole. That's where he met the newies, right? Yeah. Okay, that's right. So he went and met everybody, and they wanted him to go, and they said, "You just need this much money." And so yeah. okay, so then he goes on the bus. So maybe he didn't tell her, tell Suki what he was doing. Yeah, that's the impression I get. Like, he, she just had no idea. And Jason just disappeared, and he's been gone all season. I know it hasn't been that long, but, like, it just it seems a little odd that she's they been, had no idea. She's, she's been busy. but She has been but, busy. Wait, weren't they at, the gra- at, at their grandmother's grave recently together? Well, obviously before this way before the all this stuff, but I don't know. I guess I guess we'll find out when they talk uh, what what the throw throwaway line will be. <laughs> yeah, you didn't you didn't get my email that I was going to the fellowship of the sun. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah, just 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 put this one throwaway line solves everything. I told Hoyt to tell you. <laughs> why didn't he? Why didn't he tell you? Oh God! I I'm told Hoyt. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I think we covered most of the big things. Yeah. Yeah. If this were a lost podcast, we'd go for another three hours. Right, right. Yeah, we definitely missed some. There's a lot of small things that we're not talking about. Yeah. Um, I guess I want to throw out, uh, can we, is there any kind of, based on anything we've seen, can we speculate about what happened to the woman in the car at the beginning? Of oh, the, I think, well, they said, they said, uh, I think we're supposed to believe Marianne did it. Because, yeah, that, that did. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. She was saying somebody said something like, you know, stealing people's hearts. Right? Didn't didn't Sam say that to the chick, this other shapeshifter chick? Like he said yeah. something like, but it's not, you know, blah blah blah, implying that Marianne. Part of her ritual was to take out people's hearts. Actually. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, there was a line in there that made me think that. Yeah. Uh, here's a question. 
the lady who died, who was in the car with her heart taken out, was she stabbed also? Did we ever find out? If, like, did 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 uh, Belfour ever say like, you know, when he you know doing his police talk? Because if she was stabbed, then that's totally all Marianne. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And and that basically means she was the woman at the other orgy that Eggs remembered. Like, she was the one who got killed there. That's what I would imagine. Oh. All right. Now, why the body? You know, we kind of thought that before, like, that Marianne did it, but it didn't kind of make any sense of why the body would be in his car. But right. I guess that's just a that's just a whatever thing. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I still don't know what to do with that. But, yeah, it seems unless like she's, maybe unless there's she's a throwaway play, line about that coming. I mean, maybe she was trying to play with, with Belfour. With Is it Anthony? Andy. Andy. I knew that Anthony was wrong. I'm like, Anthony. Um, Andy. Um, You're close. You're close. Yeah. Um, unless she's trying to screw with him somehow, you know, because he, he was sort of spiraling down anyway. In terms yeah, you know, of he's job. had a weird season. He's like, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's the, a, beware of the, beware the eyes of March, man. He's definitely been on a downward spiral. He's lost, you know, he's not even a part of the police anymore. Mm-mm. And he's just, like, going around now. I mean, and, and we know crazy. that he saw something pretty serious. But, you know, when he goes into that bar, it sounds like he's ranting like an insane person. That's what's awesome is because he, he, now he's the only one who knows the truth. Yeah. Well, Sam, Sam knows the truth. But you know he's the only one who knows, and he and he seems like the craziest man ever. I mean, uh, did he? It seemed like he came in there with a blanket on, right, and on his head or something. Like, yeah, wearing it like a cape and wearing a diaper, right? Um, yeah, no, he looked like Captain Crazy, and, yeah. and I think that's interesting to see how he sort of spiraled down. But it's weird because he almost deserved it in the beginning, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he was sort of obnoxious and really yeah, he was like, kind of an asshole. But he's yeah, but he's it's, um, it's not like a classic noir spiral where he was like this good cop and she like mm-hmm. helped take him down. It was like he wasn't that great, and no. then he just got really worse. It's yeah. like as he as he was really trying to do his job for real, he got worse. Like, yeah, every you know he was trying to really solve cases and really got serious, but like everything got pulled from under him so it's really crazy yeah yeah he's definitely going about it in the wrong way i mean you don't i mean if you but that's the thing he doesn't know that they don't remember like if he knew that if he knew people would think he was crazy by saying that he wouldn't probably say it he doesn't know that the he you know he would assume that they're moving and doing things on their own free will right and and they should remember that you know yeah 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 he didn't. He like, cause he's not. He doesn't know that Marianne did it. He's just thinking they just, they just, all, all these people are crazy in this town. Yeah, you know? he thinks there's they some just... kind of like secret cult thing going on, mm-hmm. which there kind of is, but not, yeah. uh, not, not, not necessarily by everyone's free will. Yeah. No, this show's pretty, pretty cool. It's got this, this very interesting tone and mood to it, and uh, it's, it's definitely a fun show. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I think, uh, I think, to to me it seems like um, 
you know, I tentatively want to say it's really, it really seems like it's taken off uh, mm-hmm. this season. I like the first season, um, and this season was a little slow to get started, but it seems yeah. like, uh, you know, it seems like they've kind of, uh, you know, hit on a, 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 a nice ideal version of the show. Yeah. I like where the characters are, and uh, uh, I'm interested in all that stuff and the way they're presenting the stories I like uh, Mm -hmm. a little better in some ways in season one. Uh, So, anyway. Yeah, I think they're, you know, they already got picked up for next season. Mm -hmm. Like, this season is even halfway done, and they're like, yeah, we want you guys back. So that's good news. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I do think that they found a good a good mix with the show of having really quite a bit of characters. Yeah. Um, sort of all mingling and doing their own little things. It's kind of a so you know more of a soap opera that way uh, than it yeah. already is. Um, but uh, but I think that's what's interesting is you know is they keep revealing little things about the world and they're not just showing us you know, uh, things we already know about about vampires. And, you know, the show really gets good to me when it's showing us things about vampires and these people that we haven't seen before. You know, like the conversation that Sookie had with the human guy about what it's like to date a vampire, I think is really interesting. And then um, uh, the other vampire lady, uh, the human guy's vampire lady, and Eric had the reverse of that conversation pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you know, of what it's like to be dating a human. <laughs> you right. know, and, uh, and, and her perspective on it, which was totally different than his perspective on it. And, like, that's what's interesting of the show is when they get little moments like that. Uh, uh, that, you know, there's been a lot, you know, of movies and TV, there hasn't been that kind of, a lot of that kind of uh, stuff about vampires going on, you know, the relationship kind of stuff, the, like, little details about how their life would be, you know. Right. Well, one little thing I noticed they did with that was uh, when they when they revealed that um, that, that guy was, was a traitor, was the guy who, who called it in. So I mm-hmm. guess we found out that they did know all along. Um, I can stop I, – I stopped being confused about that uh, since they told us. Oh, he's the guy who called, Um, oh, who said Sookie was coming? Yeah. Oh, you know what? When they did that flashback, I'm like, they're telling us something there, but I don't know what. (laughs) And I just kept on going. But I I knew we realized something, but I didn't. Okay, so it was that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. um, uh, So, uh, but but when they revealed that, it was sort of like, you know, then I started thinking about that conversation that he had with Sookie and what am I supposed to think about that now? But they, they through the dialogue, they explained that, you know, in a sense that was real and he was sort of, you know, he was just sort of bitter that, uh, you know, that she wouldn't uh, turn him. Mm-hmm. You know, so they so they made it count even though, even though he's, you know, even though he's sort of betraying her. Yeah, possibly. yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. We don't know what he's doing, right? Oh, wh- I mean, like, why he... Did he say why he's doing that? Yeah, it seems his motivation is purely personal. Like, he, he's just... He's just pissed, uh... He's just... Oh, is he, that supposed to be the reason he's doing it? Because she wouldn't turn him? Yeah, basically. Like, he... he that, like, that... 
that turned into a general contempt for vampires and and thinking that they think they're better than people. Oh, that was his point. Yeah. I can't remember he was talking about that stuff and oh oh so that was basically like they they think that they're better than us so therefore we should now 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 I don't mind killing them. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. It's a leap, but I think it was a leap. Was That's why I was like, I don't know what you're doing here. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. sucks. I thought that guy was cool, but apparently he's a douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the oldest stories. Yeah, yeah. Vampire and a douche. But I just liked how they didn't quite, they didn't really nullify the conversation. Like, he really did feel yeah. that way at a certain point, you know, and it was, it, yeah. it, it seems well, nicely. Well, not nullifying it is, like I said, they, they paralleled the conversation. Yeah. You know, which is why I think it works is because they're, you know, they took the same idea and showed both sides of it. Yeah. And that's a conscious decision, so they they have to make that work, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's weird that Eric wants Sookie, and I don't know in what way, you know, what way he wants her. Yeah, yeah, that seems to have become a thing. Like, does he want her romantically? Does he want her sexually? Does he want her in terms of her power? Does he want her because, like, like he's just sort of generally curious? Mm-hmm. Does he want her because, like, he, you know, Bill has her and he wants her because of that? Or he doesn't, or specifically he doesn't want Bill to have her? Like, I don't know in what in what way. Because here's the thing, and I think basically it's romantically, but I think, and I think it's a curiosity that will lead to romantic, but I'm, I can't wait to see how she starts liking him, because right now she hates him. Yeah. So what is Eric going to do? Eric's by... not the most likable character. No, he's not. Well, he's, he's a Viking at he's heart. He's extremely you know? aloof. You know, he's a, he's a Viking at heart. So Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're tough, cold cold people. I found out that actor who plays him is uh, Swedish. Oh, he's totally Swedish. <laughs> Which was Scars- a surprise. Skarsgård? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, it was weird. I thought he looked, you know, fairly Nordic before they did the whole Viking thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like a really tall guy, and then they put the blonde hair on him, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I saw his stuff at Comic Con. He was talking about all that stuff, but uh, and he actually had, I think, black hair, so he looked different. But mm-hmm. uh, my point was, wait, you brought up the Swedish thing. Yeah, we were just talking about Eric and uh, um, to what extent, uh, you know, Sookie could find anything to uh Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. He, he is aloof. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do that's going to make her all interested. I mean, I think it's hard not to be aloof after a thousand years. Like, that's, that's yeah. sort of that's sort of what uh, that's sort of what what's her name said to Bill in that flashback, you know, at a certain point. Uh, you just give up, you know. You, the yeah, things like, just yeah, don't you, seem you, to matter anymore. Yeah, it's like you you retain your humanity after a while before you see that there's like no point or whatever she was saying. Like, yeah, just, and I can understand that sort of way. And so there, you know, there's something uh, uh, there's something Q-like about the old old vampires. Mm-hmm. They oh of, man, they're very Q. They're yeah. Very Q. 
Yeah, that's the you know just having these powers and being around for so long and just having such a different perspective on humans and life uh, than you know than than regular uh, people do. I think just gives them that weird personality. He's got weird personality. <laughs> I won't do the whole song. That's. Uh, I think we I think we can fill it all in and ourselves. Uh well speaking of filling things in, um <laughs> maybe not speaking of filling things maybe in. Maybe not, but nonetheless, um, using that as a segue. Um I think this is a good uh little little T V podcast. I agree. Um, not tuberculosis, but uh, True Blood. Right, right. If you want the tuberculosis podcast, you listen way too long before you should have figured it out. Indeed. I guess we were talking about blood for a little bit, so maybe maybe that kept people interested. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, I guess we'll maybe probably do another one of these next week. Uh, sure. I think if we can keep it quick... That'll keep us doing it. Uh, you know, if it goes to, you know what I mean? If it, if it's like turns into a three-hour podcast and it's like, hey, you want a podcast? Well, not if it's three hours. Right, right. So if we keep it, if we keep it 15 minutes like this one has been, then I think we're we're totally good. Yeah, yeah. Did you say this one's been 15 minutes? 15 minutes on the dot. All right, just make sure. I, you know, it feels like more time has passed, but I think podcasting just podcasting time is different from regular oh, totally. time. Oh, totally. No, this is when people listen to it, it's it'll be in the internet, so it'll be e time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean i time? You, my friend, are correct. Maybe I mean i time. Hmm. <laughs> but it's electronic time, so maybe I mean e time. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should go ask email about that. Oh, wait. Um, all right. Well, um, we don't really have a sign-off for this. No. It's it's, um, a, it's a perpetual problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is really, really it's a Mr. Podcast with a true blood focus. Yeah. It's not technically a true blood podcast. Yeah. Um, so therefore we don't need to sign off. Exactly. But I will say bye you later. And I will say bye. <laughs>